That Naturopathic Podcast. TNP. Hello there. Hi, and thanks for joining us. I'm Dr. Cara Denisio. And I'm Dr. David Miller, and we hear your frustrations. This show is for you. This show is for you if you're feeling like your current healthcare strategy is not getting to the root cause or the underlying reasons for your health. This show is for you if you've been told that you're fine, but you definitely don't feel very well. This show is for you if you're walking out of your doctor's office with one, two, three, four, or even five medications without any mention of diet, lifestyle, or a long-term game plan. This show is for you if you've got several specialists taking care of you, but no one is really putting it all together. This show is for you if you believe that health should be part of health care. These problems have solutions. We know it. Our patients know it. And we want you to know it. Naturopathic medicine is the solution that you need to know about. Hey everyone, Dr. Dave here. As you probably know, this podcast is all about getting the word out there that naturopathic medicine has got some serious game. Educating and inspiring our listeners to work towards and achieve better health is what it's all about. But just like it takes energy and effort to invest in and strive towards greater health, it takes energy, effort, and financial support to do all the podcast things necessary to keep this message coming at you. So please afford me a moment to share our gratitude and give a real heartfelt thank you to our show sponsor, Cytomatrix Canada. Their patient focus Focused vision of improving health outcomes with the use of high-quality naturopathic doctor-designed supplements is 100% in alignment with what we're trying to do here at the podcast. Their enthusiasm for supporting what we're trying to do for you, the listener, encourages us to keep producing content that will inform and inspire. Thanks again to our sponsor, Cytomatrix Canada. All right, welcome to another episode of that naturopathic podcast. It's Dr. Dave here. I've got another uh, quick clinical bite uh, session here for you. Really, really, really short. Um, this one has to do with interstitial cystitis. Um, and it just reminds me of a time when I was working with Kara at the clinic, uh, health squad at her clinic in Owen Sound. And uh, I had a patient coming in with uh, interstitial cystitis as one of her main uh, concerns. So just really painful uh, genital urinary sort of condition. Um, and I thought, because Kara is an expert in women's health, she'd probably have some sort of resource in terms of like what to do with, uh, you know, basic treatment guidelines. Because, yeah, you treat the person, but it's good to have some sort of idea of like maybe some protocols or whatever you could try. So I asked Kara, hey, what do you have for uh, interstitial cystitis, like a kind of dietary basics or whatever? And she uh, brought this list to me. And I believe the list was from the Interstitial Cystitis Association. So um, it was a, li a list of the least and most bothersome foods. So I looked at this list of foods and I thought, what the heck is going on here? Basically, everything on this list for interstitial cystitis of the most bothersome foods. Anyway, um, it was basically foods that bother the stomach. And I thought there was something to that because as a kind of expert in the stomach and the, uh, the abdomen and the gastrointestinal tract. Um, I know these foods affect people, uh, very, very much. So we're talking about, uh, citrus, uh, we're talking about chili peppers, tomatoes, um, processed meats, uh, chili, um, sometimes vinegar, alcohol, coffee, tea, uh, chocolate, you know, a, a lot of these foods that just throw people's stomach off. So I said to Kara, I said, I, I think these 
symptoms uh, that people get with interstitial, interstitial cystitis. I'll, I'll, I'll learn how to say it by the end of this little bite here. Anyway, um, I think a lot of them are actually sequelae or, or related perhaps to the treatment uh, that these foods give the stomach. And then, you know, when the, when the stomach is upset, I talk about this all the time. When the stomach is upset, everything gets upset. So um, basically I, I, said, we're going to give these people who have interstitial cystitis, uh, I'm going to give all of them demulsants. Um, and demulsants are there just to soothe the tubes, basically the inner lining of the hollow organs of the, uh, of the body. So um, the sort of the gist of this is that if you suffer with interstitial cystitis and related sort of bladder irritation uh, concerns, I would consider treating the stomach in a way with demulsants. So something like marshmallow, slippery elm, deglycerizinated licorice. I would bet that if you haven't tried that kind of uh, uh, strategy for the bladder concerns, uh, you, and if you look at yourself a little bit, you know, a little bit more uh, with a gut focus, I wouldn't be surprised if you have some actual stomach issues, but um, that's, that's just an aside really. I would try using demulsants um, in my patients that have interstitial cystitis, and I would be uh, pretty sure that you're going to get some sort of benefit. So that's it. Really short sort of clinical bite. You can use this if you're a practitioner. You can use this if you're someone who suffers with this condition or knows someone who does because it's painful. It's nasty. Um, no one wants to be in pain and often there's simple solutions, uh, that are worth, uh, you know, avenues worth looking into. And I would say this is a fairly re- reliable one. So, um, hope that clinical bite is something you can chew on and you enjoyed. And again, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.